A young woman people can't stop talking about. Yo, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Welcome back to Switchish. I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And this is the last podcast of the year for us. Yeah, because we are shopping out, yeah. driving home, <laughs> taking the dogs to meet the grandparents. I know. I'm so ready for a break, like from life, from everything. From everything, <laughs> from work, from Houston. Yeah. Even, I, I feel bad to say it, even from the podcast, just because like it is... A lot more, a lot of my my like week goes into preparing I for the podcast. I'm like, We're Taylor talk all the time. <laughs> it might not seem like I prepare. It's usually no. it's usually I'm stressed out, you guys, because I have a little bit of anxiety. I do take medication <laughs> for it, and I'm also a procrastinator. So those two things don't really go very well because then oh, I get no. I get anxious because I'm not prepared the day before. So I spend oh, like no. five hours in a row researching stuff. And then it's not in my brain, and I can't. Yeah. Well, see, this is the fact. We do care about this, you know? We We take this seriously. We take it seriously. (laughs) It's been, I mean, we're 15 episodes in. It's been. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we started this, like, in August. I can't believe that. It's been so long. Is that when it started? Yeah, because yeah, I think she it, blacked I, out. I think it was the beginning of September when we yeah. recorded our first podcast. Yeah. It was after Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm, and, that's right. You know, just two girls who met in the dog park. <laughs> Look at us now. I know, I know. We had some mutuals online. Our dogs hated each yeah. other. So <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was doomed from the beginning. I know. We were like, oh, let's just get this over with. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, we have to leave. Yeah. But it actually turned out really good. I know. Got a good friend out of it. Yeah. And learning more about Taylor, too. I know. And we get to use Taylor as an excuse to hang out all the time. (laughs) Hang out all the time. Make cookies. Oh, make eggnog cookies. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were. They were really good. I don't know if anyone has ever made the um, chai tea eggnog recipe of Taylor's. But they were delicious. Yeah. We added more flour than the recipe called for because we we got, I don't know if anyone saw it online, yeah. but we got cookie cutters and we spelled out Taylor Swift. <laughs> so cute. But the ones without extra flour were very yeah. nice. If anyone has never made it, just Google Taylor Swift's Christmas cookies and it'll pop up. Go to her Tumblr. Oh yeah, it's she shared still it on around. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to find, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Yeah, it was. it's very rich. I don't. Yeah. I can't eat more <laughs> it's than very a few. Sweet. Yeah, but it it, it just fit into everything. My boss for Christmas gave me this really really nice wood cutting board with mm-hmm. shake it off engraved. Yeah, and so we were able to use it to that. <laughs> yes, everything's everything, a photo op. <laughs> everything's a photo op. That's my whole I know. life. But it was nice too because it was like Christmassy and we got to hang out and listen to music and be around the Christmas tree, and which is nice because I have a tiny apartment. We're sitting in it now and we're leaving tomorrow yeah. for the holidays, so we didn't even decorate. Oh, we so. started decorating the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We went out to Target. We bought, <laughs> bought a fake Christmas tree. Yeah. We decorated it whenever we go traveling. So whenever, like when we go to Ireland to see mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, we'll get a, a Christmas ornament from there or something oh, that can be hung on a fun. tree. So our tree is basically like our... A traveling like a Christmas travel tree. Yeah, yeah, that's so fun. But I still have to have... I still need to get a Taylor Swift ornament. I have you a, don't, I don't have one? I don't have one. <laughs> I need one. We should offer Swiftish ornaments. <laughs> oh, get those merch. Get yeah. those merch points. Yeah. I wonder if people would buy Swiftish merch. Yeah. <laughs> I know people are really excited about the Christmas one. Yeah, no, that was amazing. We have... You have talent. Like, oh. you bring... 
You bring something special to the I bring table. Something yeah. to the table. You bring so much, no. and at least I bring a little no, bit, no, a little no. bit. So, like, if anyone wants to order the, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know the rules. We don't want to be sued. So is the thing. The thing is, my husband's a lawyer. Yeah, like, she's a celebrity. Yeah. I don't think she has. I did something bad. It's not trademarked it's not yet. It's not trademarked yet. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know their ins and outs. I definitely don't want to, like, rob people blind. But if anyone wants it, maybe they can yeah. email us and we can yeah, set we something got some, up. Yeah, we had the giveaway. It was a su- success, but only one winner, alas. Oh, yeah. So, if you want it. <laughs> email us. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. If we have mm-hmm. enough. If we have enough interest, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't want to, like, just do t-shirts to say Swiftish on it, because I don't think a lot of people would even Yeah, they'd get be it. like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think my family would get it. Does I your family listen to the podcast? No. My, so my mom and dad, they humor me with Taylor Swift. When I first started yeah. my the job here in Houston, they sent me a Taylor Swift calendar. Oh, nice. But, like, spoiler alert, 2016's over, so yeah. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So they kind of... they. They roll their eyes at yeah. me. They roll their eyes at my Corgi obsession and my Taylor Swift obsession. It could be so much worse. That's oh. the thing. No, the thing is, I think this is the worst possible case scenario that they... Yeah. I don't think they even know, like, the end... They're not around me. Yeah. They don't listen to my podcast. They don't mm. follow me on social media, so they don't know how bad I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only getting worse. I mean, now we have the Swift Life the app. Swift and Life. I hear you love it. I... I love it and I hate it. I, you weren't really excited for it to come out. No, in the I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, so I've like seen these sort of like celebrity apps before. I don't know. The way it was marketed is it's not a game. It's a social, social. media thing. But there's like game elements. You level up. You collect things. You have challenges. You get Timoji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole premise of it is that we're all starting at like the bottom line. That's true. We, you know, you want, you have an equal chance at Taylor, Taylor Nation noticing you, mm-hmm. and other people can help you become noticed by Taylor Nation. They yeah. have these things that are called Swift Sends, yeah. and if you really like a post, you can Swift Send it, uh-huh. like do a little paper airplane, and I think like the more Swift Sends you have, you can go into like this little like section of the app and see who has the most Swift Sends, so like oh. Taylor can go and sort through all the Swift Sends, like, right. oh, what do my fans want me to see? <laughs> what are your popular fans? Yeah, so they have the Swift Sends <laughs> section, and they have Taylor's and Taylor Nation's right. posting. Speed, yeah. Yeah, and Taylor's even re- reposted stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so convoluted. There's so many people. It's just, but I do yeah. feel like people are liking posts, trying to get, like, level up, which is right. fine, because it makes me feel like, oh, like, right now, I'm looking <laughs> at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you. Yeah. you go to the, if you go over to the Swift app, which, you guys... Your phone will die. My phone, <laughs> that was the within other thing. 10 minutes, yeah. was hot. <laughs> it was really hot. So that's the other thing. Like, it's probably using yeah. a lot of your data. Mm-hmm. It's using a lot of your battery. <laughs> and my phone is, like, freaking out. So, okay. So when I came in here, it's it said up. Yeah. So the thing is, like, you like people. You usually, when you friend somebody, they'll friend you. It's not a popularity right. contest. It's more about, like... How can I level up? Like, them, yeah. I'm still a, I'm still a freaking fan. When am I gonna become a Swift? Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. No, well, that's what sort of drove me away. Is I like got on, you like, you open the app and it takes you like 20 minutes for them to walk you through that first and like explanation. It. Oh, it was driving me yeah. crazy. Yeah. I was like, Rob, just wait. I'm just finishing this, and it was like next red bubble, next red bubble, and I was like, when does this when end? Does it end? <laughs> and it doesn't let you message people. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, it's still, you're still wanting maybe to get on Twitter and getting on Instagram and Tumblr Mm -hmm. so you can find and message people. I've I've hardly (laughs) been on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. And I'm, like, our social media person. I have to to go back. I think I'm just so, I'm a competitive person. Yeah, oh, that's true. What can I do? How can I level up? This is replacing boosting. This is replacing (laughs) boosting for me. Except for it, I can do it every day, every hour. It's (laughs) not so funny. Because, like, it was all... I think, like, aesthetically, too, it just was, it felt messier than I like. Like, Tumblr is sort of a janky website, but it's, like, a clear thing. You have feed, you have the bubbles, you know what you're looking at, but this is, like, it's so loud and, and crowded. New. Yeah. It's very crowded. Lots it's of weird new. stickers and... So, your biggest doubt is that it's actually <laughs> Taylor liking. I know. I don't know why it's so... Because she's also been commenting me. on people. Okay. She's been commenting I, on people's posts. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I believe it. Maybe it's just because I feel like, I feel so overwhelmed looking at it mm-hmm. that it seems like it'd be a lot for her to do that on top of Tumblr, on top of this or that. But I guess she hasn't been on Tumblr lately. Have, yeah. So. I was like, has she been on Tumblr? Has she been on any other social media This website? is it. She's focused her attention. So I don't even know if she's happen. focused her attention on here. <laughs> It's just hard yeah. to see what she does. You do. I do get right. notifications when Taylor Nation posts, but I, it's hard to see what she likes. Yeah. So if she reshares something, you know that that's oh, a big okay. deal. I see. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. When will Taylor <laughs> notice me? Yeah, it's tricky. It but is. I'm glad it's been fun for you. It's I, been fun. I just, yeah, I knew it would drain my battery. I knew I wouldn't get that involved. And I was, frankly, a little peeved that I was labeled a rookie and I felt like it was this hierarchical well, society. Well, you have the rookies and then you have people who have had it in Asia for like yeah. <laughs> months and they're like, okay newbies, <laughs> let me tell you how it is. Yeah, they're but like, they're, we call it, what is it, we call it re-swift we, instead, instead of re Re-swift <laughs> which I think is genius. It's re-swift instead of re-share. Genius. But I is love that it. what it's called in the app or is no, just fans call it that? just fans call it that. <laughs> But I think it's yeah. awesome. I'm like, yeah. yes, let's call it Swift. <laughs> That's true. If Taylor's going to have her own specific personalized app, it should be Taylor puns all the way. It should be. It should be. <laughs> Listen to the fans, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed. I don't know how I will do traveling with it and right. at home because I don't want to be too distracted. <laughs> I guess people enjoy it and it has been, it, from what I saw, everyone was very positive and drama free. It's very drama free. Yeah, and the fact so that, well, the fact that you can't really like re, you can re with stuff. Right. But you can't comment and like you can't That's be true. like on Tumblr when you um, repost something you right. can't comment like yeah. <laughs> you can comment on stuff but it doesn't mean everyone's going to see it. I felt so old getting on the app so it's reassuring no, that you I, like it. Like, there's like a 40 year old on the <laughs> yeah. app. I'm, oh, okay. old, I'm not the oldest one. <laughs> no I'm just I'm glad that it wasn't just for young those youngins you know. <laughs> yes but probably the majority of them are. <laughs> but, but okay, my friend Janelle is just as obsessed, and she's like 27, 28. Oh, okay. See? Okay. Maybe I'll come around to it. Yeah. We'll see if I get bored over the break. It'll be a lot of family time. I could re-download it up my game. Oh, you deleted it. Yeah. yeah. I knew it would just suck up my battery. I knew it would just destroy my... Your data plan. <laughs> yeah. So, like, speaking of something that, like, so you had said that, you know, boosting was so much of my life, and now it's this app. Let's talk about boosting. Let's talk about the fact that oh, we at first yeah. did not think that oh, our last boosting episode, did anything yeah, for you. Yeah, we hated the tour. I we mean, hated it, the whole experience. Yeah. 
I mean, um, we knew that we had gotten good seats, good but seats. we were frustrated that there was no middle seats and mm-hmm. that it didn't seem like we actually got the best prices. But, Plot oh twist. boy. <laughs> yeah. We got the best prices. Oh, I know. I got my tickets. I'm right <clears throat> next to the stage. I'm in, like, right J section, so to the left of the mm-hmm. stage. I bought it for $167. Yeah. They're... This isn't even reselling. No, no. This, this isn't is, StubHub. This is isn't Vivid Seats. <laughs> it is tickets for $800. I know. It didn't double. No. It didn't triple. It quadrupled. <laughs> I know. That's four, right? Quadrupled? Yeah. It quadrupled. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it even quadrupled. like, even the lower bowl, which I got for the Houston show, they were, yeah, like you said, 180 I think. They were like 500 Yeah. So people who bought VIP, mm-hmm. they're sitting with people who right now are buying... 500 non-VIP yeah. tickets. I know. Without the cool little gadget. No fun box. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So it was crazy because the general sale happened on December 13th. I got on just to see. Just to see. First off, it's not sold out like no. anywhere, I don't think. So it's not, I don't think it's sold out anywhere, but it is interesting if you go on to just NRG for Houston, mm-hmm. you look at the lower bowl, there aren't a lot of lower bowl tickets left. There's like the single tickets that are right. left. And then you go up to, like, the second bowl, and there are a lot of those yeah. tickets left. Because I don't think people want to spend, like... Oh, I know. 200 it's to sit there. crazy prices. Like, yeah, I think the lowest price now for the very back of the nosebleeds is $90, I think. And so that's, like, your low point, which is what we almost paid for our floor seats for every seat we yeah. have. I mean, it's just insane. Like, they did release the middle seats, they which... They did. Okay. Which... <laughs> It was sort of bothersome because to me it's like, okay, you did give us the best prices, but you Not also the promised seats. the best seats. So. Not the best seats. <laughs> yeah. Those are going for like 1000 to $1,500. So I couldn't have afforded those, no. but they should have released some in the pre-sale. I will stand by that forever. They, oh, no, they did release some in the pre-sale. <laughs> well, They're VIP $1,500, yeah. which yeah. those VIP $1,500 are now being resold for VIP $2,000. Oh, I know. I can't imagine people paying this, but no. but that's what's interesting is she's trying something, right? Like, that's the thing well, is Taylor, she said she wanted to go down a different route. And So Taylor's very known for, like, being the front end of everything right she's always thinking ahead thinking ahead for like and thinking of how artists can get the most money from it so like with spotify Mm -hmm. she she she's like no like you need to like pay us for the money you need Mm. i'm not giving i'm not gonna let you stream my stuff for free with this this is a whole new system i don't know if any other artists will start to do this but the whole idea is to get more money in her pocket like right. so, the tickets that we bought. I was reading an article from Billboard, and they talked to the VP of t- at Ticketmaster, and he kind of related like the price I got. I got one hundred and sixty seven dollars for floor seats, which a couple nineteen eighty nine Red Tour isn't. It's like the normal price yeah, to pay for floor yeah. close up. He compared that is economy price. So he was saying it's basically we have. A first class ticket at an economy price. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, like that's how that's not how it should be. Like, if you want the best of the best, you're gonna have to like pay up. And so, it, like, it definitely is interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. He he said that they didn't necessarily didn't want to sell out within minutes because I know. so with 1989 they sold out within minutes. That was crazy. Thirty percent of the tickets within like an hour or so were on secondary websites. Thirty percent. Right. 
Okay, guess how much was on um, secondary websites from, like, this one? Like, zero. Three <laughs> percent. Oh, wow, Three yeah. percent are in secondary websites. Yeah. So, they're trying, Ticketmaster's trying to become, like, a secondary website, if you will, where right. you can go there and you can shop at, like, tickets from all different levels. You can mm-hmm. shop, like, the regular seats, you can get the nosebleed seats, the and he exactly was, seats. this is what this guy said. He was like, okay, like, this is what's gonna happen. If you want to go, you don't want to pay, like... I guess, first class price, you can get cheaper ticket or you're not going to go. I was kind of <laughs> he like... He sounds fun. Yeah. I was like, okay. What a nice guy. Charming. Taylor is apparently going to make, like, just off of this, her and the person who, like, promotes her tours, a million to 1.5 million more per stadium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's smart. Like, it's people smart. have proven that they will pay this for scalp tickets, so yeah. they saw that and they... They, they jumped said, on it. Try now. <laughs> they did. And so like, I guess like people are going to be able to buy tickets on the day of probably. Like, I that's know, which goal. is interesting because like, I mean, not to out myself as a scalper, but I bought extra tickets in the hopes of reselling. Not for these crazy level Yo, prices. But the thing is, you're going to help somebody else out. That's true. So you're going like, oh. to probably going to be like selling a ticket for like $100, right. $200 less right. than Ticketmaster is. <laughs> That's true. So thank you, Ticketmaster. Yeah. I should have bought more. But no, it's interesting. I mean, it is like a crazy new way of doing it. And it, it is sort of sad because you don't want only the rich kids to go to concerts. It's like if I had been younger when I loved Taylor Swift as much as I did at Red and I was like, Mom, I want to go for my birthday, she might have done like $100 tickets. Yeah. But looking at these prices now, there is no way she would fork out two, three hundred for nosebleeds. Yeah. So it's like interesting to think like, like the system, while it does profit the artist and beats the bots, it also limits like a lot of fans, a lot of like lower income households, a lot of fans who just didn't have the time or energy to boost. And now it's like, oh, they no. have to pay five hundred dollars. Next for time people OKC. are going to boost. <laughs> Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, like, at the end of the day, her fans came out ahead. Yeah. But there were some fans who didn't like the seats that they were right. given during pre-sale. So they're like, okay, I'm just going to, like, hedge my bets with pre-sale. Right. And they're uh, kind of mad. <laughs> it was crazy they they'd to get see better the seats. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I thought they were, like, all VIP, but they weren't. They are were no. just standard. They're standard It's tickets. like they're competitive tickets based on what people are willing to pay, and people are paying a lot, and it's I don't, crazy. Will she sell out arenas? I don't know, and they're, I guess she doesn't have to because she's yeah. still making a bunch of and money. And they're not too worried. They think, like, they project she will right. sell out arenas, even if it's the day of. People Plus, will become yeah, desperate. I mean, well, that's the thing is, day of, people would still buy scalp tickets, so there will be people who and will buy it's them. Christmas time. Yeah. So the closer we get to Christmas, the more I think she'll sell out. And then you have like birthdays, you have all these things, you have people who do usually wait till last right. minute. So it'll just be a slow burn. And that's what she wants. That's that's what, that's, she wants. that's what they said in this Billboard article. That yeah. they, you know, they're not worried about it. They and they their whole objective was not to sell out within minutes. Right. Well, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> yes, we um we don't know what like if I want to go see Adele next year. I, or if I want to see Lady Gaga soon, like, usually tickets are around two to 300 and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I'll pay that much money for, like, really good seats. Yeah. 
Is it going to be $1,500 for me to get great seats? I don't know. Is Taylor Swift, are we the guinea pigs of this whole new ticket master? master I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if artists copy her. She is in another realm. Like, she's on another level. So maybe other artists can't compete with her. Maybe not to the degree of paying $1,500 a ticket. Taylor knows her worth. Yeah. (laughs) And she is... She's making us pay. I know. So it was, like, interesting to see that. And it's been sort of a quiet week. But then, out of nowhere, they started promoting and ready for it so hard. Ready for it? And I'm like, stop trying to make ready for it It was a remix. (laughs) Yeah. It was a remix, and it was more kind of like an island-y vibe in the background. It was bouncy. Like, I I liked it. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I was like, I know It got better. Yeah. So that's the thing, is I was like... People come out with remixes, and it's like, fine, whatever, I usually don't care. But Taylor Nation emailed it, and then, yeah. like, a couple days later, they went all in on on like promoting it. Yeah, there's everything. a lyric video, they're like, listen now, and I'm like, what? But what's, what's, Why now? there's not a lot different in the oh, song, yeah. it's, it's just still... the, the, the beat is a little bit different, but, yeah. like, in the background. It doesn't have as, as intense, like, a drop, it's... It's more light and airy. Yeah. It's like groovy almost. And so groovy, it's like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like and it's fun. like pink and blue and there's colors in the yeah. background of the lyric video. I mean, I'm ready for other stuff. So I'm hoping they're like, this is them being like, are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? <laughs> like, are you ready for something else? Right. Like, I don't know. I know, but it's so crazy. Like, usually Taylor is... I mean, Taylor's smart, she does things well, and she's been great at marketing. And obviously, to some degree, it worked, but everyone's like, why did she release the single she did? And now she's back to re-promoting a song that no one actually liked that much, no. and that she didn't promote in the first place. Yeah, like, and is she promoting it, or is Taylor Nation promoting it? Well, Taylor has tweeted it. She's like, tweeted she's, it. Her, her accounts have all tweeted or messaged oh, okay. or whatever it. And it's just... A little too late. I know. Like, let's start yeah. promoting, like, Endgame. Or... I know. It's like, that's the thing, too, is this came out November 10th, and it's been a month. It's been a long time. That's crazy, so, and we haven't what, gotten a new single. What did she do in 1989? Like, how did it all roll yeah, out? Yeah, well, 1989, like, you know, she did the release, I think, October 27th, and then by November 10th, so just, like, two weeks later, uh-huh. Blank Space dropped. And the music video came out a day later. Yeah, because we didn't get a mu- music video for Ready For It. Oh, yeah, no, Ready For It just premiered, like, suddenly, one week after Look What You Made Me Do, which was weird enough. She didn't yeah. promote it. It, was, it just fizzled and burned. Didn't even top, like, I don't know if it even got past Billboard Top 5. I think it got up to, like, 7. Oh, okay, yeah. And then no one talked about it until a month later she came out with the music video. And now it's a month later, and she's like, oh, here's a remix. Yeah, it's just been like, it, it was really slow, slow, slow. So I'm hoping she's just asking us if we're ready for the, I think it, what? Like, supposedly there's supposed to be like an end game music right. video coming out, like, New Year's Eve, like with the I Ryan Seacrest show. New Year's is still so That's far so away. That's so far away. <laughs> that is. So it's just strange. It's like, why so quiet? And it seems like now is the time to strike, yes. you know? Yes. Why well, the Iron's hot. Yeah. Everyone's so excited about tour. Yeah. You've been, like, teasing Endgame forever. Right. Like, she performed that, it live. Yes. It's like, it's been creeping up the radio plays. Yeah. So people are ready for it. They're and hungry. <laughs> they're thirsty. They want yeah. it. Let's come on. And no one wants to talk about ready for it like, anymore. I don't want to talk about it. We did. I know. We, we, we did two, like, episodes two episodes about, about it. it. I don't and there's only so many times 
like, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, like, I would definitely would want to know, like, why they chose that one to remix when they could remix maybe, like, another, yeah. another song. Yeah, or just let the remix be. Don't promote it and move on. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's been a month and we haven't gotten any new singles, new music videos. It's crazy. I yeah, don't know. I, she's been like busy, she's, but also she, doing I nothing. I think she's varying up for something. I hope she yeah. is. Yeah. So it's been an interesting era, that's for sure. Things have been different, and yeah. I don't think anyone's really been ready for anything. <laughs> yeah, it's... including maybe Taylor's marketing team. Yeah, but... like, I just I want to be there and see. They have to have a plan. Yeah. They have to have an end game, if you will. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm full but of puns. I'm full of puns. Like, they have to have something, and I want to know. I know. What's their plan? Yeah. There were all these crazy rumors going around, like, oh, every song's going to have a music, music video. video. Everything. There's going to be more singles. There's going to be a platinum edition, which I don't, don't, I don't know. know. January 10th, time will <laughs> I'm tell. Not, I don't believe it, but that'd be crazy, too. Why not introduce more songs right. to not promote? We have three poems from Taylor Swift right yes, now. Apparently, true. there's six tracks in the platinum edition. Could those three poems that yeah. we already have, because they're very lyrical. That's true. Like, she is a songwriter, and those yeah. poems could be those deep ballads that we didn't get. That Everyone loves Taylor yeah. Swift ballads, and we didn't get any of those yeah. except for dress. Like, that could be yeah. three of the songs. It's just, yeah. it's an oddly specific rumor, so that makes you think, oh, well, maybe, but... But it's also something that we're reporting on that we yeah. have an idea, because <laughs> yeah. we weren't we there. We keep spreading rumors. But, I mean, if we don't get that, we do at least have another poem, which showed up in the British Vogue last, mm-hmm. I guess it was I, almost s- a couple weeks ago now. By Taylor time. Yeah, off. I mean, last week there was a lot of drama because of the sale, because of Kim Kardashian And then whatever. you have time. This is lots of juice, but lots we're going back to it now, because... She was on the cover of Vogue, which was crazy. No, None of us expected it. No. And we no. were like, oh my gosh, are we getting an interview? Yeah. Are we getting an interview? <laughs> like, are we getting dirt on the yeah. songs? What are we getting? We just got a bunch of haute couture yes. photos. And the editor was like, oh, Taylor's not doing an article with us, but she sent us a poem, <laughs> which I think is really ballsy. I think that's so crazy. They, that... Well, I think it's very interesting that like Vogue wanted her so bad that right. they would just, They're just accept like, okay. a poem. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we want you, Taylor. We will sell copies. Like, yeah. <laughs> just give us that poem. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that she's, I mean, to reach a point where you can just tell Vogue, nah, but here's my poem, you know? Yeah. Here's a poem that I <laughs> yeah. could have written two years ago. Yeah. I could have had these lyrics. You could have one of my poems. Just one of these little things I've been working and on. And who knows? Maybe she reached out to them. That's true. Because she does be. like doing the, the British Vogue covers. Yes, she's done it before. And I mean, I mean the last that time. would be part of the best. That would be one of the best parts of being famous yeah. is getting dressed up and taking photos. Yeah. And what if they get to keep those clothes? Yeah. That would be crazy. Like, as your payment, you can keep yeah. these clothes. I'm going to wear yeah. a, a uh, diamond studded cap yeah. around all the time. Yeah. But it was it was interesting. So the cover was it's like a little different. They were she had no eyebrows basically and what's like was a speak now that people are referencing it to yeah. with the red yeah. dress. Like it was just kind of like a mm-hmm. A reputation version of yeah, this it was hardcore, cover. yeah, hardcore that like dark eyeliner, <laughs> yeah, the, the plaid hair, hair back. yeah. So there was no article to review, but they did just do this weird spread. And okay. did you see it? Like the I, full spread? I did one of the photos. Do you know who Elizabeth Olsen is? Yeah, she's it, like it was screaming 
Taylor Swift looks like an Olsen sister. <laughs> yeah. The one when she's in all black. Right. She's contoured. So yeah. The Olsen twins yeah. are a little like on the skeleton <laughs> side. But she looked like, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. With like th- her face looked very heart shaped. Yeah. But she also was like dark and twisted. I know. It was like Edward Scissorhands yes. almost. <laughs> yes. And all of them, like you had also that... The one where she was in that lacy dress. They all had evoked different emotions. I know. I'm honestly way too uncultured to, like, understand what they were saying or doing or but attempting to show. I don't know what they're <laughs> attempting to show Yeah, I'm not artistic. But a lot of the photos remind me a lot of something you would see, like, on the runway. Right. Where, like... Like okay, so for the Victoria's Secret fashion show, mm-hmm. they they walk out in lingerie, but it's not only lingerie. They have like yeah. this big, huge statement the piece, wings, yeah. like the wings or platform shoes, and so you might see like you don't like. I'm not really paying attention. Yeah, to, you're like, not really noticing the bra. the piece that they're right. they're trying to show. You just see everything else that's like around it, and so I was like, oh well, maybe that's kind of like Taylor Swift's reputation, like saying that she's like, let's say she wants us to see. Or she is this, like, really rare bird, and she's, like, this precious diamond. Like, she's Mm -hmm. this precious diamond necklace. And we're not paying attention to how precious and how vulnerable she is. I can't talk. Um, (laughs) But because we're seeing everything that the media is throwing at you, you're seeing, like, the wings. You're seeing the dark makeup. You're seeing, like, the eyebrows. (laughs) Like, you're not really looking, like, you're not looking, like, deep into it. You're just looking at the superficialness. I don't know. And you do have to say that, like, that's, like, last time she was on Vogue was when she had the bleached hair. Yeah. And you, people weren't talking about the fashion. They weren't talking about the makeup. They weren't talking about anything that was in the photos except for her bleached hair. Like, it was that statement piece. And on that article, like, the Vogue article, it said Taylor Swift as you've never seen her before. (laughs) That's true. Which is true. We've never seen her with the bleached hair. But I feel like this Vogue cover is Taylor Swift we have never seen before. Right. Like, Taylor remade. Taylor remade. Like, it's, yeah. it's, she's not making a statement with her hair. It's She's making a statement with, like, her whole self. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, I like the photos. I haven't seen her like that. There are some beautiful ones. There was some scary ones. <laughs> she's like a daydream and a nightmare yeah. all mixed in one. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be curious to see if she does anything else like that or if she does eventually do a an extended piece or interview, but I doubt it. I was really hoping to get carpool karaoke. We got some James Corden stuff. That's true. Um, by the Jingle Ball. Yeah. When she was like, when he dressed up in the Look What You Made Me Do outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. And I really want, I, she's just such a funny, quick-witted person. Yeah. That I want to see her in interviews. I want to see her in Ellen. I want to see her. But the thing is, the media like screwed us. They, yeah. just, they take everything she says. Well, did you oh. see that Selena Gomez um, billboard feature? She, like, won Billboard Woman of the Year mm-hmm. and then did an interview with them. Mm-hmm. And she got really upset about it. About what? About the interview. She, like... And it was this strange, innocuous detail about a teddy bear. Okay. And Selena Gomez, like, took a photo of the the paragraph about it and yeah. was like, how dare you twist my words? I'm never trusting any of you again. I'm never letting you into my house. Like, you ruin everything. Was it bad? No, it wasn't. It was literally the... It was just this simple introductory, like, oh, there's this there's six-foot teddy bear on the couch at Selena Gomez's house. It's so out of place. And then they move on. Maybe... Maybe it was from Justin. Yeah. Maybe, but they don't say anything. But maybe her fans were like, that's from Justin. Yeah. That's from Justin. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that I was know. a personal statement. Maybe so, she said, don't write right. about it. Yeah. So anyway, Selena showed her hand a little and now she's, pay- now she's a Taylor. Pissed. Yeah. 
So maybe Taylor's on the same page where it's like, no matter how nice they are, how much you like them, eventually like well, something just gets distorted. Even Lady Gaga, so I saw Lady Gaga in concert a while mm-hmm. ago. She even mentioned like the media is going to like turn its back on you. Like it's just not Taylor. Right. All the pop stars are a little annoyed by it, but it is Taylor who's the one taking a stand saying, yeah. I'm not taking yeah, this. Like, here's a poem. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Vogue has been very nice to her. Yeah. So I think she's been, like, she's using the picky. outlets. Like, yeah. she was she was interviewed by Time for a great purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, they have never really been too bad on her. Vogue right. hasn't been too bad on her. So I feel mm-hmm. like she's, like, picking and choosing who yeah. she's allowing into yeah. her life. And I know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's cool. Like, yeah, Taylor's definitely, like, you can see her growing up, and she's taking control. She's not, like you see in this poem we're about to read, she really isn't concerned with how people feel, maybe, as much as she was Mm -hmm. before, making everyone happy, being aware of what everyone wants from her. Like, she's definitely owning herself more. I So, Ellen always tweets on people's birthdays, Mm -hmm. and did you see her tweet? She tweeted out to Taylor Swift, happy birthday, and showed a clip of her when she was 18 years old on the Ellen show. So, I watched that last night, and it was really just seeing where Taylor Swift came from. I know. I realized she was a songwriter, but she actually, at 14 years old, like, after school, would go downtown Nashville Mm -hmm. and write with, like, 20 other writers to write songs, and she kind of, like, noticed what like, oh, this is what they want. Right. Like, this is how I'm going to be noticed. Because she was going to, like, all these um, record companies and being like, hi, I'm Taylor. Yeah. Here's my here's my soundtrack. Yeah. Like, she was groveling at their knees. So she wanted yeah. to be noticed. So she kind of changed to become what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this, like, parallel where now she's changing to become what she wants. Screw record <laughs> yeah. companies. Screw, like, anyone else. Like, yeah. The media, she's going to be herself. Yeah. So it's kind of like she's made it. Yeah, made she it. has made it. And now she doesn't have to play anymore. Nope. Which is cool. And which leads us into the poem discussion. Yes. So we aren't, we're not doing a song. We're going to no. do the Vogue poem, which yeah. is called The Trick to Holding On. And um, I can go ahead and yeah. read it. I read all the poems here. It's so you do. It's because you're like the English, <laughs> English, the English nerd. Yeah. Um... Let go of the ones who hurt you. Let go of the ones you outgrow. Let go of the words they hurl your way as you're walking out the door. The only thing cut and dry in this hedge maze life is the fact that their words will cut, but your tears will dry. So it's a, I like this. Like immediately you're kind of put into this. It feels, yeah, it feels really therapeutic to read that. It's like, yeah, I am going to let go. I'm like, it's like you're meditating, and the, mm-hmm. the you're in the yoga just room. Like, yeah, let go, let go. <laughs> yeah, let you're like go. okay. Well, and, so like she starts off, and you're like the English nerd, but like, she starts <laughs> off with like the anaphora. I think that's the word for it, and she repeats like let go, let go, mm-hmm. let go. Like she's driving it into our minds. Like yeah. let go of those who are going to screw you over. Let go of the people who are going to like you're going to outgrow and move on from, like, mm-hmm. don't, who cares what they're saying about you? They're going to hurl words at you, which no one could hurl words at you, but, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, they're going to, they're going to be mean yeah. to you. They're, gonna, they're, gonna they're not going to care. Yeah. Which it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you're familiar with E.E. E. Cummings. Yeah. So E.E. E. Cummings had a poem called Let It Go The. Yeah. And that second verse reminds me a lot of this verse. So oh, I'm yeah. going to read it to you. Please. Let them go, the truthful liars and the false fair friends and the boaths and neithers. You must let them go. They were born to go. <laughs> I could yeah. just, I had like the, the, the fair weather friends. Like yeah. It just kind of like, 
gave me this feeling of like, oh my gosh, did Taylor read this and was inspired by this? She's well read. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Because it's just advice that she probably really needed to take yeah. for those, like, last couple of years. No, I love this. I think it's, like, such a great poem about resilience, you know? It's, yeah, like, this ending of their words will cut, but your tears will dry. It's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that's how you feel, right? Is people say words shouldn't hurt. But, like, Sticks it's just, and stones yeah. <laughs> may break my bones, but words <laughs> never hurt me. Yes, but they but do. But they do. They, they cut burn, you. yeah. But one thing that I like is that she's, like, she, she starts with cut and dry. And right. then she also says their words yeah. will cut. Your tears are dry. The only thing that's really certain in this, like, messy life is that <laughs> Your tears are going to dry. We're exactly. resilient people. We, for some reason, we forget the bad and, we're all, and like, we remember right. the good. So it's just really interesting here is that she's, like, the only thing set in yeah, stone. Like the non-debatable. Yeah. The totally obvious. The cut and dry. This or is the one fact. Yes. Is that it's going to hurt, but you'll move on. Yeah. You'll be able to move the on. The words they hurl at me, you always reminds me of in the song Ours, people throw rocks at things yeah. that shine. It just... Very rem- so reminiscent sweet. of that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the image of, like, this hedge maze life. Because, I mean, yeah, like, a hedge maze is just a really ornate, beautiful maze, basically. It's beautiful, but yeah. it's... it's very complex, have you, like, Have you ever puzzling. been in, like, a, um, a corn maze? Yeah. Like, you get lost for days. Or even playing yeah. Pac-Man. Right. You're like, well, where do I go? Like, yeah. so I thought of, like, a hedge maze life, like beautiful but confusing yeah and like i like that it's specifically a hedge maze because those are like king louis in versailles has like an ornate maze where it looks like it should make sense like you go into it and you think i can figure this out it's like a pattern but then you actually get really lost in it and it's like actually very difficult to figure it out yeah (laughs) yeah there's bodies everywhere (laughs) taylor swift has her own hedge maze on her lawn that's why she's building that wall to hide it. <laughs> that six and a half yeah. foot wall that I think maybe her boyfriend might be able to look over. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's a nice opening, this idea that, you know, nothing, we think things make sense, but really the only guarantee is that life will hurt, but People you can let go. People will screw you over. Yeah. <laughs> but we will get over it. Yeah. And then she goes on. They don't tell you this when you are young. You can't hold on to everything, can't show up for everyone. You pick your poison or your cure. Phone numbers you know by heart and the ones you don't answer anymore. And I think that's like such a good Taylor-esque image, this phone numbers you know by heart and the ones you don't know anymore. It's so simplistic and yet so like captivating. You're like, oh yeah, I totally understand that feeling she's describing because... I know exactly one phone number by heart. And <laughs> and you know, but you know it by heart. And you know, like, even how many times you delete it after yeah. your phone, if that number pops up, you're like, oh, yeah. crap, because you don't forget it. <laughs> right. Okay, so side, side, side note. I don't know if you've noticed how many lines are in each one. I didn't. So there's, like, eight okay. on the first one, and there's seven on the second one, and there's eight on the last one. Okay. Um... And I don't know, this is kind of silly, but since there are seven on the second one, how many numbers are in a phone number? <gasps> seven. Oh. Seven. I don't know. No, that's yeah, that's interesting. something I And it's of. like, yeah, and I just think it's great that she really does. She's just, people like oversimplify her work, which we've talked about, is they're like, oh, this isn't cool. It's, she's talking about dancing in front of a refrigerator. <laughs> but it's like, it's not so, just about that. Yeah, and it's like so unique, and it just like roots you right in the feeling she's trying to describe. 
Well, and I like it. I like it too. One thing I, I thought was interesting that she was like, um, you know, like, you're going to let people down. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't show up for everyone. But also she says, pick your poison or your cure. Yeah. So I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of think that like, I was like, what's Taylor Swift's poison? Mm-hmm. Maybe that she cared too much. Maybe she tried too hard. And, you know, that was her poison. But she found her own cure because now she's letting it go. And she's yeah. like, you know, she's using her, she found out what her poison is. She found out what gets her, you know, people are attacking her for caring too much mm-hmm. and for, like, trying too hard. Now she's like, you want to what? I'm going to flip you off. Like, yeah. F you. Like, now <laughs> yeah. I don't care. So she's kind of, like, picking it. Yeah. You know, well, I think it's yourself. like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but, like, this idea that you pick your poison or your cure is a lot of times we're focused on what people are doing to us, what people need from us, yeah. what people want from us, and we're, like, very focused yeah. on those and well, concerned of like other people. what they're doing to us, what they're doing right. to us, whereas, like, Taylor Swift was playing the victim a lot. Yeah. And now she's like, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Screw you. I think it's, you know, again, like, Taylor has gone above and beyond, and whether or not she did that because she just loves her fans or because she knew... She said, like, you know, she had a plan, and she wanted to become the best. She wanted to become a star, and she calculated and made her way to the top. Mm -hmm. And, like, either way, she realizes now that, like, she can't show up for everyone. And I think Mm -hmm. that's such a good message. Well, also, like, telling her fans, like, okay, I'm going to take a two-week sabbatical, like, Like, even in the middle of promotion. I'm not on Tumblr. Like, I'm sorry I can't show up for you. Like, I'm sorry that I can't do it, like... I'm sorry that you can't come to my right. secret session. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't please everybody. I'm trying my best, but give me a break. I know. It's it's so great because I think we all struggle with that to some degree. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, why is it Taylor yeah. showing up to my party I <laughs> But even beyond Taylor. <laughs> I know. Because it's like, when you, yeah, when you grow up, you think, oh, I, I can do everything. Or like, oh, yeah, yeah I want to make you happy. Too I much I'm make you happy. Yeah. And you just have to realize, and- like. Okay, I'm the one who counts. That's how I am. And a lot of my coworkers, a lot of my friends say that, like, I try to please too many people. Mm -hmm. Like, I I get into conflicts because I'm, like, because I'm with, like, two other people who have two different opinions and I want to please both of them. And I'm, like, Uh torn in two different directions. And that will inevitably cause a bigger catastrophe (laughs) because, uh, like, of my trying to, like, make everybody happy. Yeah. So I get that. I get that. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah, again, she's proving that she understands this universal <laughs> experience. She's, so she's still human. Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on to the faint recognition in the eye of a stranger as it catches you in its lustrous net. How quickly we become intertwined. How wonderful it is to forget. All the times your intuition failed you, but it hasn't killed you yet. Hold on to the childlike whims and moonlight swims and your blazing self respect. What did you think of this first? So I love this last line. I mean, yes, I I didn't have a lot of feelings about the first first half. half. Yeah, I was reading a lot of articles about it, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, like what does this mean?" Okay, (laughs) I was like, "How can you recognize a stranger? Like what? Like what?" caught you in its net like I don't know I think again she's talking about like when you meet someone like this idea that sparks hit and you're like oh it feels like I've known you forever I also think like everyone because like you that faint recognition in the stranger stranger's eyes kind of like we've all been there we've all done that like Mm -hmm. like we're talking about in the previous verse like there's one thing that like brings us down our poison like it's we all as humans we all have like 
might, might not like wear it on your sleeve recognizable, mm-hmm. but you can all relate towards something even yeah. like night and day. Exactly. I think it is talking about, you know, falling in love is how I read it, I guess. It's because mm-hmm. it's like, that is something Taylor counts on is that love. Like in her last poem too, you know, she felt healed. Not because she found love, but she found someone who understood her and that yeah. was love. Was her cure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think here she's saying like again... And maybe I am wrong. I realize no, I there's know, nothing, no, no. like, romantic about this. I really get it, this. though, because, like, how wonderful it is to forget all the times yeah. intuition failed you. Like, you, she's been in, like, eight prior relationships, and I'm sure she's had, like, that little thing, voice in the back of her head being like, bad idea, bad right. idea. <laughs> and kind of when you get into a new relationship, you kind of forget about, like, she said in another song, like, like all of the, her other lovers, like, are, like, incomparable. Like, yeah. She, she doesn't, she doesn't see them. Yeah, exactly. So I get that. And it is, like, I think it is interesting, you know, all the times your intuition failed you, but it hasn't mm-hmm. killed you yet. Cause yeah, this is, haven't, hasn't killed you, comma, yet. Yeah. Which I was, I don't know why I paid a lot of attention to the comma, yet. Well, it matters. Like, hasn't killed good. you. Yeah. Yet, like, <laughs> yeah. it might. Yeah. Well, I mean, with poems, you have to, the line breaks, breaks yeah. don't as don't necessarily mean the end yeah. of the thought. So it is saying, like... It hasn't killed you, yet you hold on oh, to okay. the childlike whims. Okay. And moonlight swims. And you're, is how I read it. And again, like, I'm yeah, not a poet. No, but you're more of like a literary. <laughs> no. I get, I get you. <laughs> but I think it's like, I love the ending because I think it really, whether, however you read the first part, and honestly, I just didn't really, it didn't it, catch me in the same yeah. way. But the finale there really did, like this idea you need to hold on to your childlike whims and your moonlight swims and your blazing self-respect is such a beautiful image. Yeah, that's how you, I think that's how she's like giving us advice on how to get through everything. Mm -hmm. We need to like believe that everyone has the best intentions because when you're a little kid, you think everybody like, you're so naive and you're like, oh, you're trusting of everybody. So I can totally see that. Like, you know, have the best time of your life. Go swim in the moonlight. But still, we're like have respect for yourself exactly i thought it was just such a perfect way to capture all these things we should prioritize and how like no matter how life is hard and how we get lost in the maze of it or feel like burdened by the by the expectations around it yeah the things you hold on to and that count are those like yeah the childhood innocence and the dreams and the hope and how you believe the best in people and then it's you know like moonlight swims like it's the romance and the spontaneity and not just like romantical romance but like taylor talked about in 1989 which is just this idea that friends yeah things can be romantic and big and important and like doesn't necessarily have to have a guy involved in it i i do like that this kind of like tells us that you know the old taylor swift isn't dead yeah you know like this is stuff like the you know, old Taylor was a little naive. She had, like, those big parties. She liked right. to do those quicky, quacky, quaky stuff, <laughs> you know? But, yeah. like, but now she still has that, but she's sticking exactly. up for herself. And yeah. she's being more of a voice of our generation rather than just somebody who's, like, things are done too. Right. And I think, yeah, exactly. That blazing self-respect yeah. is, like, unapologetic. Yeah. It's self-serving, but in a positive way where you're, like, I matter and I'm going to put myself first because otherwise you just get lost in the shuffle. And I think that's like such an important thing for her as a role model to show women and girls and boys and everyone that you're allowed to say no and you're allowed to feel, you're allowed to feel burdened, feel sad and to just You're allowed to feel. Yeah. Like you're allowed to be a person and have a voice and not just be like 
a statue or an idol mm-hmm. of how people talk about you're allowed to actually yeah. talk. She's, like, human and makes mistakes and, like, feels pain. And however people, like, mock her or deride her for it, like, she's still out here, like, telling people she felt it. And I think that's really brave and, like, powerful. Yeah. And, um, and then she ends with the one last stanza. And if you drive the roads of this town, ones you've gone down so many times before, flashback to all the times life nearly ran you off the road. But tonight your hand is steady, suddenly you'll know. The trick to holding on was all that letting go. Which is just a really... Uh, that yeah, was where I was like, punch. oh, that's a good ending. No, like, it's that's a great a ending. Really great I like thought. how she like begins it with like let go it's yeah. like a bookend and she also like ends it with yeah letting she's like, go See, it paid off i know it really did pay off mm-hmm. she let go and then yeah everything found the place because yeah. she let go yeah taylor <laughs> so smart so smart and also, it's very like it's very much reminiscent of a similar message of returning to your childhood roots passing through streets seeing things you like once Ed remembered Sheeran. as a child yeah. And Sharon's last song about, like, driving oh, yeah. 22 hours to yeah. go back home. He's with friends who, like, now they don't throw up after drinking too much. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's literally what that says in the song. It does. Yeah, Ed's such a wise man. He's the voice <laughs> of our generation. But, no, I mean, it's an interesting idea, right? Is everyone has this. You return home, you're driving down roads. It's like, man... Yeah. I really went through some weird stuff that I thought would kill me. I thought it would yeah. drive me off the road. Crash but and now burn. it's like you finally feel comfortable, confident, assured, and you're yeah. like going because, forward. You know, sometimes when you're driving, or if someone's driving and something gets like throws out in front of them and they swerve, yeah. the swerving too tight is kind of like what, like a big crash. That's a it's, it's a bigger problem yeah. that you're swerving too tight. But, like, for what I hear, I've never ran into a deer. If you ran into a deer, just, like, don't swerve. Hit it head on. You heard it here first, kids. Yep. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Rev up. Yep. Not not rev up, but just don't (laughs) swerve away from it. You know, like, I don't know. I just, I also think, you guys, she loves flashbacks. Yes. And driving metaphors. Let's just say that. That's true. Flashbacks. She loves those car rides. and always. Yeah. And then she has flashbacks in, like, Love Story, Mm -hmm. in Red, even in Dress. But also, like... And then driving metaphors, which you have to notice in all the driving metaphors she's done, it's usually when things are crashing, burning, and failing around her. Like <laughs> in red, yeah. in Tetris, in <laughs> yeah. style, yeah. and in getaway car. Like yeah. she doesn't use driving references that she's much. Not, she's not singing about safe driving. No, <laughs> no, no. Like crash, burn, break, yeah. end. Yeah, but uh-huh. here she's saying like finally yeah. she feels steady. Yeah, driving. Yeah. A good thing. Yeah. She has her seatbelt on. Yeah. She's checking both both mirrors. Yeah. She's signaling 500 feet before she turns. (laughs) She's such a hero. She is. Yeah. But honestly, what struck me most about this poem, I didn't love it as much as her reputation poems, if I'm being honest. Be honest. uh, Yeah. But I did think, like, I was like, man, like, that takes a lot of confidence and, or maybe ego, whatever you want to call it, to just hand vogue this poem and let... You know, because not everyone's going to read the reputation poems. Not everyone's going to go mm-hmm. out of their way to, like, look up what was in there. Haters do not know those poems. No. Haters can easily read this poem. Well, some haters Did have they read find this it? poem. And <laughs> someone was saying, like, 
I'm going to read it. The whole thing reads as a high schooler's diary entry. We got some moments of decent imagery, but most of the consistent of straightforward declarative sentences, all in all, it becomes clear that the new Daler is basically all of us in high school emo phase. Frankly, it's a little bit embarrassing. Which is so harsh because, honestly, I take this and I'm like, yeah, it's not the strongest poem, but, like, Props to her Give for her, giving it. And giving another, like, art. Like, she paints. She does po- poetry. Like, she's trying yeah. to break into, like, a more artistic side. Necessarily not Not to, because like, she thinks she's going to Not because she wants it. to yeah. be a professional, but because I'm sure that helps her. Yeah. She's breaking into another form of art, and that probably strengthens her songwriting. Right. Well, and it's just, like... It is a diary entry. That's yeah. the point. And I would never share my diary entry no, with no, a major no, publication no, 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 no. and just no. let people read it. Yeah. But she's like, you know what? I feel confident. My hand's steady. I don't care anymore. Like, I did all the letting go, and now let I can go. just be myself. She's <laughs> yeah. taking Elsa's words. Exactly. To that was a real inspiration. And let, you know, there's that Harvard professor, too, mm-hmm. who is basically like, yeah, like it might, she might not be like Edgar Allan Poe, but yeah, yeah she's more of a lyricist than a, a poet. But yes, go girl. Yeah, and also like to these people who nitpick and are like, yeah, she has some nice images. Let but, me see your. But poems. overall, it it devolves into simplistic <laughs> images. It's like, what? Are, who are? What are you writing? Okay, like, this, show me your poem. Oh, this was like on like some weird. <laughs> like website that I've ever heard of so yeah. I'm like first of yeah. all people like who like, are get you off your high horse are you yeah. making millions and millions no yeah so like it's like she gets to crawl do back this, into your hole she gets to do she gets paid to like do this secondary interest you yeah. know another hobby and so she's like you don't get to sit there and make fun of it like joke's on you <laughs> she's killing the game oh, still she is that's our so it's there. like, yeah, obviously the poem isn't, like, the most magical thing, but I think the fact that it does have those striking images, that it does have moments or single lines that stand out prove yet again that Taylor's a writer mm-hmm. and that she has, like, emotive and relatable ideas, even if you think she's a robot or a... <laughs> a, cyborg. a cyborg. Come on. Yeah. She's not a robot. Yeah. That robot's dead. She destroyed right. the robot. She's free. <laughs> Yeah, so, but Taylor Swift can't ever do anything without someone hating on her, and that's true even on her birthday. No, I, what's going on? So, what did you, so you saw her birthday post, what did you say, what did you think? Okay, it it was birthday post, I think it was her at Jingle Ball, and she wrote, I love you guys so much, I couldn't have asked for a better year, all thanks to you, thanks for all the birthday wishes, can't wait to see what 28 will be like, see you on tour. It was, like, so innocuous. I was, I was like, like, oh, okay. cool. I was like, cool. Happy <laughs> yeah, birthday, happy Taylor. Birthday. Yeah. I'm making you cookies. Come and eat yeah. them. I didn't think anything of it. Like, honestly, when I heard that this backlash was when I was reading the notes you prepared, I was like, I uh, say what? Yeah, like, no, it was crazy. So Everyone this is... takes everything that Taylor Swift says or does to be more literal than it is. Like, right. To have, like, a political She's just agenda. Up to a totally different like, standard. What's Taylor Swift's agenda? Right. Why is she saying... <laughs> I couldn't well, ask well, for well. a better so this year. Is, this is the tea. Is people are like... Sorry, I was sipping no. way too fast. You guys. Yeah. <gasps> so, I saw this post. I didn't think anything of it. I frankly thought it was a little bit boring. Yeah, it was like, like happy birthday. thanks, Taylor. I wanted yeah. to see a photo of you We're the candids. Yeah. Where is Joe? <laughs> but then the next day, I like came across a BuzzFeed article, of course. <sighs> and then it was like, the drama around Taylor's birthday post. And like... EW, Nylon, Billboard, they all had these Are you articles. Billboard? Yes. Yeah. I mean, most of them weren't like, how dare she? They were like reporting on the 
general They're being very pandemonium. Neutral yeah. About okay. And so everyone was like, Oh, Taylor Swift just showed her hand, like she calls twenty seventeen a great year and is the only human on earth who would. And it's just like, well, like, yeah, but it's who comeback. on their birthday doesn't say, like, yeah. oh, I loved this like, year. Thanks this for the year good year. This year has been shitty, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first of all, she's not doing, like, the Great Gatsby thing of, like, posting photos of her and her best <laughs> right. friends all the time, like, yeah. on the beach. It's not like she's out there gloating about how her year was better than the universe. And she's just like, thanks for taking me back. Like, cool. I My album rocked. I sold these <laughs> these tour tickets. People like, love me. I had a good year. And it's be, not like, her place berated. to be like, 2017 sucks. But Ever, everyone, yeah, everyone would like freak <laughs> out so if she was weird. like, 2000 suck. Yeah, like, oh. they'd be like, well, where were you? Yeah. And that's the thing is that's that's the tease. I like your voice. Yeah, <laughs> where were you? Taylor can't win. Like she could have posted she's nothing. She's damned if she does, anything. and she's damned if she doesn't. Yeah, like she doesn't say anything. She's damned. If she yeah. says something, they're gonna like, it's like burn too her too like a witch. Yeah. So it's just like, what else is someone supposed to say on their birthday? Like, can you guys move on to like? Anything else to hate on? I don't know. I mean, frankly, I think she would have been safe with... And I don't, I don't think she should play it safe. I think she should do it once. <laughs> but a boring post. Thank you for all yeah. the wishes. Like she did for people who um, gave her good reviews. Right. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> that, that, would, that, that would have been stupid. hilarious. Like, thank you. Yeah. So that's the... that's It just remains true that Taylor Swift can't win. And that's Mm-mm. fine because she's let she it go. She does win. She's a winner in my heart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're that's, still talking yeah. about her. And we will be talking about her into 2018. Yeah, so this is our last episode, guys, of the year. Yeah. We are going to go home, take a break, um, yes. take our dogs with us. I'm going to Utah. Me too. You're going to Utah. We're not stalking each other, no, though. But... No. <laughs> We will. It just so happens. Get some, hopefully, snow time in for my dog. Yes. It hasn't snowed there, but you guys. So we're kind of thinking of ways to not revamp our podcast, but to spruce it up, spruce get up different the, angles, yeah, spruce yeah. up the content. Like either like interview haters, yeah, you know, defend our Taylor. Yeah. But I have this idea. It's a friend of my idea of like, oh, like there have been a few songs written. about about Taylor. Yes. Like, maybe we should dive we into some songs written about Taylor. Yeah, we had to see what, you know, Katy Perry, John Mayer, her yeah. other exes, everyone had to say Style. about her. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I mean, we have we songs also... that she didn't even sing. Yeah, yeah, I know. That we could we need to get into because she wrote them. Yeah, we need to do Better Man. Yeah, we need to do, man. I mean, another Grammy Award nominee, uh, I Don't Want to Live Forever. Yeah. So, we've got content, you yeah. guys. Well, we also have the rest of Reputation. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe if she ever releases a single and another yeah. music video, we who knows? So, you guys, if you guys want to know anything, if you guys just want to tell us how much you love us yeah. or how much you don't, um, you can email us at swiftishpodcast at gmail. We also have an Instagram. Instagram, Tumblr, Tumblr Twitter, Swift Live, Swiftish Podcast. Yeah. There you go. And... Um, I don't want to, like, get on my knees and beg you, but I will. <laughs> Maybe rate us on yes. iTunes like and us, like rate us, us, subscribe. Subs- yes! yes. <laughs> but, you know, that's me just groveling on my knees. Yeah, thirsty. Uh, so just keep up with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, until next year, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley and Taylor. Merry Swiftmas and Happy New Year. Yay! <laughs>